0: Now just getting back to that story that we wanted to start off with the Department of Basic Education dismissing reports that it intends to introduce a new life orientation curriculum that would focus on issues such as gender nonconformity masturbation masturbation rather sexual consent and single parent families for children as young as 9 years old so we have now to clarify this issue for us on the line the department of Basic Education Spokesperson, Mr. Elijah Mslanga. Mr. Mslanga, thanks for speaking to us this afternoon.
1: Good afternoon. Thank you so much for having us.
0: So let's start here. Is there any confusion or misunderstanding with regard to what was reported and what is actually happening?
1: Yes, there is a misunderstanding and confusion and uh, we are suspecting that it is deliberate because we have the information that the reporter would have used to uh, do a correct and accurate report, but uh, that did not happen. But basically what is happening is that that article has confused two different issues that are related. The first one is the one you mentioned about LGBTQI issues, that. That issue comes from a ministerial task team which reported and handed over a report to the minister talking about discrimination in the content of our textbooks, which we have. And they found inconsistencies in terms of the representation of people, whether based on age, ethnic groups. Uh, or the color of their skin, or sexual orientation, and that report does recommend that we need to fix the material that we're using to make sure that it is fully representative of people irrespective of their orientation. So that's the one story that uh, has its own focus on the side. But what he is also focusing on, which is what has caused debate, is the content in the life orientation uh, for grade four. Textbooks which are going to be used next next year he's talking about things there that are actually not in the textbook that we are going to be using, so it is sexually incorrect uh, for him to say that we'll be uh, talking about masturbation, for example, which is something that we don't have in the in the in the curriculum that uh, would it be useful for grade force and we have outlined what what it is that is going to be there. So there's something terribly wrong with that article.
0: So 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 let me just get clarity here. So you're saying uh, that would not perhaps be a subject for grade fours, but will it be for learners further on?
1: Yes, because we are we are conscious of the of the material that we expose our learners to. Sexuality education the is there. And what we have in grade four and elsewhere is what is informed by UNESCO uh, based on research in terms of what children of a particular age should be learning at a particular time, particularly in school material. So we are guided by that content and by the recommendations and guidelines in that research. We don't wake up and put in whatever we feel we need to put in there. We talk to experts. So and we cannot shy away from teaching our learners about issues uh, regarding sex and sexuality because these are things that they need to know about. That's what life sciences is all about. That subject that you used to call biology.
0: So so, so when we talk about developing this uh, cutting-edge uh, life orientation curriculum, uh, what exactly do you mean by cutting-edge as the department?
1: Well, you need to ask Gregor governor that we didn't say that.
0: So that was the journalist's own terminology.
1: Yes.
0: All right, and with regard to uh, the department and um, uh, enlisting the services of Celebrity uh, Sex Therapist, Dr. Marlene Wasserman, also known as uh, Dr. Eve, um, to help develop uh, this uh, life orientation curriculum, explain to us what sort of role she would have played in this.
1: No, what we do, normally when we develop content, we talk to experts. Uh, Wherever they come from, we take their input, we use it. But uh, we we always uh, uh, we always use their knowledge and expertise uh, in in the different areas. And this one is a subject that is emotive, and we feel that those people that have knowledge and understanding and have done research uh, are in a good position to assist us with such. So we don't talk to one person. We talk to different people. We obtain input, and even that input is checked against what society feels about uh, that particular matter before we can put it in our textbook. So that's part and parcel of a content development process which we undergo when developing material for use in our schools.
0: So, Mr. Msanga, if we could just perhaps bottom line this. So, you're saying um, subjects or uh, discussion areas such as masturbation will not necessarily be dealt with by grade 4 learners. So, what exactly is in the new life orientation curriculum for grade 4?
1: Now, for grade 4, we do say that uh, we we are going to teach them about uh, uh, respect, we teach them about uh, privacy, we teach them about... about uh, personal boundaries that people feel they need to be given. And we also talk to them about healthy lifestyles. We talk to them about a whole lot of other things like behavior, such as smoking and all of those things, because that's what we are trying to do. We want to expose our learners to to all sorts of realities that they face in life. Uh, that they need to be aware of, but in doing so, we are mindful of the age of those particular learners.
0: And with regard to uh, things like uh, sexual consent, gender nonconformity, the masturbation that we spoke about, at which stage are learners likely to encounter those topics?
1: It comes later in life as, as they go. I mean, it, it, will not def- it will definitely not be in grade four, uh, perhaps grade seven, eight, nine going forward, but not grade four
0: and and just the final one uh, what exactly has have you based uh, these new developments on uh, you know because i see the article does quote the department's director general um, mr mweli and they're saying that the new textbooks are a direct response to the findings of a ministerial team so what did this ministerial team do and how did they come up with these findings
1: that's exactly the core of the problem of this article, that it's confusing what the DJ was talking about in that conversation. In that conversation, the DJ was talking about the diversity and inclusivity that should be in textbooks based on the recent report of a ministerial task team, which was not talking about life orientation. It was talking about their findings when they examined and tested all our textbooks of all the subjects and how different people are represented there. It's talking about diversity. It's talking about sexual orientation. It talks about age. It talks about race. It talks about ethnic groups. It talks about family. What is a family? Is it two people of the same gender or is it two people of different genders? And when learners were, 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 were asked, and they, they said uh, family is viewed in a particular way, which is not what the textbooks are saying, and when other people were asked, they also came up with their own um, perceptions of what family is, which is contrary to what our books have. And as a result of that, we will be adjusting our content to make sure that they reflect society as we have it right now. Because some people are transgender and they want to be referred to in a particular way, but our textbooks are not are not uh, uh, reflecting that. So that's a separate thing altogether. That's why I'm saying that the journalist combined two things that are separate. Yes, differently I, related, but they're separate issues.
0: I know I said that was the final question, but this is really the final question. So uh, in fine. all of this, have parents Ooh. been consulted? Have their views been sought in any way, shape or form? And if so, how?
1: Well, it depends which issue you're talking about because there are two issues here which were conflicted in the article. So just leave me, which one are we talking about? The testing of our material in the textbook or the new life orientation curriculum?
0: Uh, well, let's take both because I'm just uh, I'm curious now listening to you about where, whether parents have any role at all to play, uh, even when it comes to something like curriculum development. And maybe we haven't thought about it previously uh, because there was perhaps nothing that jarred against our principles and who we are. But if suddenly something were to come up, what is the role of parents exactly?
1: Well, there isn't a single thing that we've ever done in the department that has not involved members of the public and then being given an opportunity to make their input. We always do that because we know we serve a diverse group of stakeholders from zero to 100 in terms of age who look and come from different backgrounds. So we cannot impose our views on people who are different, who view things differently. So we always create space. In most cases, we always delay implementing things because we want to take everybody on board. So in terms of the one issue of the task team investigating the content of our material, yes, the task team spent about two, three years, if not four, doing that research, consulted everybody, parents involved. Yes, on the other issue of the new curriculum, we consult experts, parents through FGBs, parents through other associations as well that participate. We have a huge stakeholder base in the basic education sector, and we talk to people that are organized, but we also go out to members of the public and we consult them and they inform the work that we do.
0: Mr. Elijah Mthanga, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. Uh, Basic Department of Education spokesperson clarifying that issue for us.